0: Welcome to Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self healing, doing the deep inner work, and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability to control our lives, keep us playing small, and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode hello hello and welcome back to another episode (sighs) you all I am just marinating into the experience of what happened last week Um, I was at a seven-day training for NLP Master Practitioner certification and so some of you might be like oh cool and some of you might be like what is that (laughs) and so NLP is stands for neuro linguistic programming and so it's just a really fancy way of learning how to communicate with yourself and with your clients um, and also learning how to go deeper into techniques and tools to basically change the mind it is some of the most powerful stuff I've ever experienced with all of the courses and coaches and programs I've done this is probably by far number one or number two wow um so life-changing and so I'm still processing all of the learnings and how to like apply that I mean it's kind of like have any of you, you probably have, like gone to like a workshop or gone to an event or went to like a speaking, like a Tony Robbins or something, and you just feel like you're on a high, right? Like you're on a new frequency. And then all of a sudden you come back to your reality and you're like, whoa, okay, like how do I implement this, right? And you're kind of scratching your brain a little bit and you're feeling a little overwhelmed. And it's very natural. It's just a, it's a very, it's, it's what's called um, after an expansion comes in a contraction. And that's basically where after you retain so much information and you expand and grow yourself, there's always this like integration phase of like how to start applying what you learned. And so I will say I'm kind of in that space where I'm like, (laughs) I just feel like my life got changed and energetically I feel like a whole new person. And I just blew through a lot of my limiting beliefs and that's come back to like, you know, back to my reality, back to my home, back to my like same way of living, being, doing. And it's like, whoa, like some things like really need to start shifting now that I've shifted. So that's what I was doing all last week. And I want to actually go a little bit deeper on about about some of the things that I learned, but also just like what I massively took away. And some of these lessons and experiences I took away – you can start applying them to your life as well. So let's just get right into the episode. Okay, so we are talking about neuro-linguistic programming. And I don't want to go into super depth because you probably will start um, turning your head sideways and tuning me out because it's going to be like way too in-depth. But I really just want to share some of the experiences I had, really why I, I took this course or took this training. And so a big reason why I took this training was because, one, as a coach or as a service provider that, you know, supports other people getting to their goals, you know, it's so important for me to continue educating myself on, you know, I wouldn't say the latest things, but things that are of our interest to me and to my clients. So for me personally and from my own experiences, you know, I've realized that everything is in our mind and it all starts with our mind it's not you don't need a new strategy you don't you know need to kind of shift your physical it's more about where are you right now in the mental because if you don't believe that you can reach your goal then you never will it doesn't matter if you have the best strategy in the world you will self-sabotage to say the least and so through my experiences through my journey of personal development it started with not feeling satisfied in my work um, I know a lot of you know my story of, of getting out of corporate in 2019 and you know I, I went to school for fashion and, and marketing and business and then I moved to LA and I'm like oh my gosh like I had this path right I, I had a specific reality I was trying to live right and what I thought I wanted until I started doing it and I'm like this is not what I wanted and so when I got out of corporate and I started my own entre- like entrepreneurship I was like this is exactly what I meant to do not work for anybody else work for myself However, when I started doing that, I was very delved into fitness, which it served me at the time. Um, but even getting even before getting into entrepreneurialship, I had to ask myself, what do I value? Like, how do I get from A to B? Because a lot of the times like that's such a drastic change of life going from a steady income knowing exactly when your paycheck's coming having even like set regulations and rules and all of that stuff for us to follow to basically being your own boss and you are the deciding factor of when your income's coming in right that's a huge drastic change and so I knew from the start of that, I needed support because I'm like, I want to model somebody who's been doing this so that I feel like supported to do that as well. Right. And so what happened was that I started working with a coach and started doing some courses and programs and how to do those things. So it's kind of always been within me to get support and, oh, Sorry. Um, to get support and always have some desire of self-improvement. So once I had that kind of mindset and I started getting results, I was like addicted. I was like, wow, like actually the first time I ever invested in myself was with a fitness and nutrition coach because for me, I rather pay someone to help me get out of my problem than me continuously spending months if not years trying to do it myself when I'm probably wasting even more money trying to get out of it right versus paying somebody to help that's an expert in that field to help me get from A to B And so when I hired my health and uh, fitness trainer it was like I was like tingly inside like oh my god this is the best like money I've ever spent So once I started kind of seeing results of my growth, that's when I started to really invest into myself more and so that's kind of what brought me to all of my experiences with parts and memory therapy with life coaching and business coaching with Reiki healing and, and practitioner training and to now NLP so actually Um, I discovered NLP a couple years ago I had a few friends of mine that were doing NLP and I was like "Ooh, like what it was just kind of like this new not new trend but a lot more of my coaching friends that were actually transitioning from fitness into life coaching started doing NLP and I'm like what what is NLP and so when I figured out what it was it was really fascinating and at first like I'll be honest at first I was like I already have so much on my plate I'm already working with the coach I'm doing like this other certification like I don't need that and I really believe everything serves you at the time that it's supposed to right so with that being said I just you know kind of kept it in my back pocket I kind of did some you know research on it but it kind of didn't make sense to me what it was but I was like okay you know everyone was like this is life-changing this was amazing da, 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 da. it's like sweet sounds great and so come around last year I ended up doing um, a certification for level one which was just basically learning the basics of NLP So like I mentioned, NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. So you're probably like, okay, what does that actually mean? And so neuro is really the nervous system. So the mind and how we experience everything. So we're really going deep into visual, auditory, kinesthetic. So feeling um, and then smelling and actually sensing. So That's our tasting, I'm sorry. And so basically what I'm saying is that we are really learning how to use the language of all of our neuro patterns, which is the ones I just explained. And it's really important, especially when you're working with people like one-on-one. So coaches, if you're in a sales position, if you're in real estate, things like that, you need to know how people make buying decisions. You need to know how to talk to people in a different way. And there are actually specific ways that we anchor into different experiences right so we're basically just learning the neurology of how all these senses work together so cool and so linguistics stands for language right and also nonverbal communication like body language and again how important is that to know when you work with people one-on-one very important right so um, and the programming part is the ability to discover and utilize the programs that we run so the way again the way that we buy the our strategies for actually creating triggers and behaviors there's like we run strategies for triggers and behaviors if you didn't know that which I didn't know that unconsciously everything so basically we're just learning all these things and at the unconscious level because you know I've shared this before and maybe this is you know you've heard this before but just to reiterate like 90% of our brain is subconscious and only 10% is conscious so when we talk about change and um, changing our behaviors and be changing our way of thinking, we have to really go into the neurology, right? We have to really go into the subconscious mind to do the change work. And so NLP just allows you to, you one, understand the depths of neurology and how all these things work together and all of that. And then number two, we're getting exercises and protocols and tools to help create change at the deepest layer possible which is the subconscious and so you might even be like holy crap that sounds like amazing (laughs) you know because so when I did level one last year I was like hooked I was like wow like I cannot wait to explore more of this so as soon as that was over I signed up for master practitioner training and um Here we go. Here we are. Um, Finally got to do it this year because I have trainings throughout the year. And it was just so incredible. Um, I just want to share some of the things that I really, you know, I think I want to start with just some things that I took away and I'll kind of go into more context. So as you know, now that you have like a deeper awareness of what NLP is, now I can kind of go into more of like why it was so life changing for me. And I'm going to share some of my personal experiences through it and some of the things that I worked through while I was there. And then why I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I just feel like my life has changed so much just from that one week. And just to bring this to my clients, like it can just change, it can just change so much of one person's life just by seeing things in a different way. And that's ultimately what we're doing, right? And it's like, you know, something that, my first thing that what I took away was I'm fully in control of my reality. And so NLP teaches us, which, you know, I had, I had knowledge around because, you know, I've I've been doing this work for a while and I understand how our programming works, understand how we create belief systems, understand that we're so deeply influenced by our parents, by our environments, by our coworkers, right? Everything every day we are literally taking in so much information and we are creating our reality by a certain way that we are perceiving things. And so reality is just a construction. And how we construct that reality is that we create what we observe. And so, like I mentioned, we, I'm not going to get into the specifics because I, I don't want to overwhelm with too much like tech words um, or jargon, I should say. But just to say, we take in millions of information uh, in a second without like unconsciously, right? Unconsciously, we're taking in <clears throat> so much information. And so our minds are specifically created to view and only take in a short amount. We only take in like 126 bits out of like millions of information. So when we are creating our reality and what I really mean by that is that our programming, our past experiences have created our perception. And so... If you understand the concept of acknowledging that the way that you grew up is ha- and who you grew up around, so your immediate caregivers, directly impacted you at a certain age. Because we're, when we're at a certain age, when we're younger we are just like sponges. We are just basically living in the unconscious. And so when we're living in the unconscious, we're just very highly programmable, right? Our unconscious right now to this day is embedded with those beliefs and those patterns and those thought processes we've created when we were in childhood. And so when we are looking at to create our own reality, we're getting we're getting this filter, right? And like I shared about... The neurology, like the visual, the auditory, the feeling, the kinesthetic, the, the smelling, the tasting, right? All of those senses play a role into our past experiences and our past memories. Are you with me still? I hope. I hope you're still with me. And so what I'm really trying to say is that there's so much power in acknowledging that we can be in control of our reality. And so every belief that you have that you don't want to have anymore or every you know thought and every feeling and experience and trigger and trauma that you've had can actually be removed and be in a place where you can take your power back and so that was something that really stuck with me was that I'm in full control of my reality and we create what we observe we create what we observe from that filter, right, that we're taking in millions of, millions of pieces of information, we're only keeping a certain amount of information from our past because that's what it's saying to keep and what we're looking at, right? It's like when you look at a, a picture of art, right, everyone has their own perception of that art piece and you might say, I don't see anything in that piece of art, but yet the person who bought that piece of art for thousands of dollars sees so much value, that's exactly what I mean by we create what we observe we are in control of our reality so we choose what we're seeing whether that's conscious or unconscious so the way that we are fully taking back control is recognizing what we want our reality to look like and giving ourselves that permission to think and dream bigger And something that was really powerful for me is recognizing, you know, the people that I want in my life and the friendships that I want to have in my life and acknowledging what that reality looks like. You know, I had this specific perception of how I needed to be in relationships in order to feel loved and connected with. And I started to recognize that that is something I'm creating. I'm creating this identity for myself to be a certain way in order to receive what I want out of a relationship or a need right are you with me and so when we really get to understand that we create our own reality we get to change the narratives we get to change the beliefs we get to it's kind of like I love using this analogy because Dr. Matt, who um, is the head of this company that I, I went to for NLP, he says, everyone has a skewed view. Everyone has some sort of baggage that they're viewing their life through. And he literally took a backpack and he said, imagine that your client or yourself are viewing something and your head's in the backpack, right? All you see is through that backpack, right? Through your trauma, through your experience, through the way that your parents viewed money, the way that your parents you know, showed you love and support, right? So by default, that's what you're aiming for, right? You're looking to receive all of those different things, right? fulfillment, success, love, connection, survival, right? And that's how we're programmed. That's what I mean when I was sharing about the programming. So he says when we're actually looking through the backpack, we're seeing only what we want to see from that filtered lens. And so when we actually create our own reality, that's giving us this bird's eye view of not acknowledging that we are holding on to that baggage and we are viewing things from that specific lens and by, by being able to detach from that baggage, we can allow ourselves to be free. And so we did some really powerful exercises and had some really powerful breakthroughs just by utilizing some of those protocols and using some of those tools and exercises to break through that baggage it was life-changing um, to say the least and it just again gave me more of a clear picture of I create my own reality and I don't need to view like I shared my, my specific example I don't need to view my relationships or the people in my life through this skewed way of perceiving I, I recognized I had some baggage I had to work through and I got to work through that and so the second thing I want to share what I took away was change can happen instantly and I mean instantly (laughs) like these tools and exercises you all can literally change your mind in an instant and I really got to see firsthand what could change for me and what could change for me was my beliefs and acknowledging I didn't need to hold on to my baggage as much as I needed to. And again, through these specific techniques, we got to learn and and do firsthand. It was so powerful to see the change. I mean, some of these, some of these exercises we were doing, we started with a problem, and then at the end, we're like, so what was your problem? To, like, the practitioner would ask the client, and the clients would be like, I don't know. I don't know what my problem was. And it's like, what? Or they would come into a place of having a different perspective. So it was just really powerful to recognize change can happen so quickly and all you need to do is loosen up the baggage, loosen up that person's perspective on a certain view and once you can break the boundaries a little bit there, you can start to see things from a different point of view. Have you ever had, for example, if you ever had like a friend who had a certain belief in something and you were like, no, this is the only way to see certain things, right? Right? And once you maybe start to be more open-minded to their point of view or their opinion, you started to see things a little differently, right? Same concept here. Imagine it with a problem. If you're like, I'm identifying myself as I am, I'm depressed, right? That's, that is a problem, right? And you're seeing it as you're identifying with it. And once you can do some of the, utilize some of these tools on someone who's identifying for that example that is depressed, you can actually break the boundaries where they can start to see in a different perspective. Um, and so it was just, it was so fascinating to see change happen so instantly for myself, for the practice clients I was doing in in the training and it was just, wow. It's just really coming back to number one. Like you're really in full control of your reality. You can create the reality that you want. You just have to want to. And then it, having the right support, having the right tools to break through it, boom. And then you can start utilizing the tangible strategy aspect to get you to where you want to be. It's like we hold ourselves back because of the fear of the self-doubt, of the self-worth that we have. And once we can move that in a different direction, different perspective, right, and blow the boundaries out of that problem, we start to see we don't really have a problem. We start to see that we actually can get resourceful, we can get creative, all those different things, right? And so another one that I really took away was reprioritizing my values and taking a hard look where there's conflicts and incongruence. This was powerful. We actually spent about two days on values. And let me tell you, I thought I knew my values. (laughs) And then I did it. <laughs> um, and, I, and I say that because values, again, are such a deeply ingrained programming. And they're actually deeper than beliefs. And our values start with our caregivers. They start with our role models when we grew up, the environment that we're in, what we're seeing is acceptable what is not acceptable i'm actually going to be going really deep on this in heartful alignment course that i'm starting next week um starting this week i'm sorry tomorrow actually um and it just because it was so powerful and so we basically learned how to reprioritize our values and actually look at where things are and so for example i will share so i did my area of values and and I started listing them out and there's a specific way to list them out at the subconscious level versus consciously saying like, ooh, I want that to go here and that to go here. And so once we elicited our values in this specific way, I started looking at the paper and I was like, oh my gosh. And I looked at it and I'm like, wow, success is number one for me and money is like number 10. And then I started to really think about it. And again, we did a different exercise where we're basically looking at conflict between values. And I started to realize like success isn't money and (laughs) it made a lot of sense in certain areas and certain things where um, I really was trying to make success be money and to me success is actually being of service to other people and my clients specifically and seeing the change, seeing the tears of of release, that to me is success. That's when I'm like, I'm a damn good coach when I can get my clients successful results and it has nothing to do monetarily. And so it was really in just that specific example, what I'm using, just because, you know, obviously owning a business, money needs to be of, of, of a higher value, right? Not the highest value, but of a higher value. And so I really got to see other places in my. Uh, career values where I had conflict with other ones and where it was basically what I mean by conflict is basically sharing like you know success and money right there was a conflict there because I'm like well I don't need to have money to be successful like that's not what success feels like to me right and vice versa and so basically what you're doing in this experience is really aligning yourself with what is a value to you in that area of your life and especially this can be such a confliction because of the goals that we have, right? So even imagine yourself um, if you had a goal of um, a goal of making a certain amount of money a month or a year, and you weren't hitting that threshold. You have to look at where is money in your In your values list for your career, so it's it's so powerful to see firsthand why you're not hitting your goals. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like your ego's like, oh, this doesn't feel good. But then the other part of it's like, well, if I can like let my ego down, I can really see the truth. I can really see where I need to improve and grow. So that was probably the one of the most biggest um, experiences. Like biggest things I took away was reprioritizing my values for my career. Um, And some other people did relationships and spirituality and they recognize like, oh, like, well, this is a goal that I have, but I'm not reaching that goal because it's actually not even of a value. And so really looking deeply at what your goals are consciously to, again, your values. And when you're not reaching that goal, it's not because you don't have a strategy per se, it could actually be deeper that there's not a value for it. So yes, it was it was really powerful to just firsthand go through my baggage and my stuff um, to really get myself in a place of congruence, a place of empowerment, and a place of where can I improve to be the best version of myself. And I really feel like that's what NLP really is is to help people empower themselves to be the best version for themselves. And so, you know, a week later, you know, sitting here you know, recording this, this podcast, it's just, it's really something to say that I now have the tools to navigate my mind. I have the tools to navigate my success. I have the tools to get myself out of uncomfortable feelings and situations and not to say that I don't get to feel those things, but I get to really again when I'm in my stuff I get to instead of be facing it and looking at the world from that baggage perspective I can hold it out to the side and say I see the baggage but now I can see things in a different perspective and I think we can all recognize we've been in places where we thought things were a certain way and when we actually got out of our own way we started to see the path more clear right we started to see more opportunities or more ways to view that problem and find different avenues to reach the, the goal and that's what nlp is and i'm so grateful and so excited that i now get to bring this into my clients i get to bring this into the work that i'm doing within my own self um just because A week of of that back to back and I already feel like such a deep deep shift it's like whoa okay like like where else can this go and so it's just been such a life-changing week and oh oh at the end of this week I broke a board and it was totally badass like literally a wooden board I just broke it with my hand um, that was probably the most empowering thing. And I'm literally going to be taking that into my retreats because holy crap, that was amazing. In <laughs> um, the board, we rewrote the outcomes that we wanted to have and the obstacles that were f- preventing us from those outcomes. And we, um, we modeled what it would look like to, we modeled the instructor of how to break the board. And then we all broke our damn boards and it was just so empowering. Um, So just wrapping this up with like, yeah, sharing my experience of NLP and how life-changing it was, but also sharing that you are not your problem. You are not needing to identify yourself with that problem. There is always a solution. There is always a way to get what you really want. But giving yourself that opportunity to think around That obstacle. And that's something that I'm really going to start sharing with my clients is that we are not our baggage. We are not our trauma. We are not our belief systems. We are someone who gets to be everything that we really want to be. We just have to allow ourselves the permission to think greater than our environment. And when we can actually reach that space of this is what I'm facing, but I am not that. I'm not going to define myself by that. I'm going to get through this. You're already shifting your neuropathways, your neurology, your nervous system to tell your subconscious mind there is another way and we're going to figure it out. And of course, having these tools and techniques, whether that's working with a practitioner or you know just having more internal dialogue with yourself, you can start to shift these patterns instantly, instantly. And so I just want to end this episode with that you can empower yourself to be the best version of yourself. You can empower yourself to do the really big things that you want to do and dream even bigger than you are. You have the capacity and the capability. You just have to believe that it's true. Thanks for listening to this episode of Flip the Switch on Life. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you appreciate the show, please jump over to iTunes. Give us some stars. If you're feeling for it, write a review. And if you want to learn more about these topics that we discussed today, check out the show notes for more information. Or you can also come hang out, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Instagram is Jessica Marie Step. And I will see you guys next week.